What the fuck is a reboot? Hello and welcome back to the Minute Reboot, the show where we look at the 2019 Kevin Smith film J. Saw Bar Reboot five minutes at a time. I'm your host, Blake. I'm Kyle, and I love leaving bad reviews on writingrightnow.com. And with us today, we have from from Fright Nights and Movie Movie Nights, we have Nate. With well, Nate, welcome to the show. Hey, it's good to be here. Yes, welcome to Clerks Minute. You're a first-time guest, so as a first-time guest, I will ask you the first question: What's your history with Jewish Skew? Um, it's I've actually had quite a long history with Jewish Skew. I I think it was whenever I was in college, I had a couple of my friends introduce introduce me to one of the movies i i get, i don't even remember which movie i was into introduced to first because i think within the span of maybe 2 weeks i watched about all of them that were out at that time um which i think it would have been before like right around the time of jay and silent bob strike back um okay. and, and then you know i started listening to podcasts with smodcast and I remember the first Smodcast that I listened to was like episode seven. Whoa, you were all the way back. Wow, yeah. you're, you're like I am. You were on the early days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember it's it's like uh, the Icelander pulling out your beating heart. And did, you da- did you download the Smodcast radio app? Because I had that for a while. That Actually, what I, what I did was I would download the, the episodes and I would burn them on CD. Wow. And then I would listen, listen to them on CD while I was driving because I was driving like a ton for work. Wow. That's crazy. I like that actually. Yeah. I listened to it at my, um, I was at the airport. I worked at the airport and I listened to it through the Smodcast app. I didn't have a podcast app yet because I wasn't into podcasting yet. So I wasn't into that. So I didn't have an app yet to listen to stuff like I do now. So yeah, it's nice to have someone else that goes that far back for Smodcast. You're one of the few people. Yeah, and you know, I listened to like all of his podcasts as they were coming out for you know a good three or four years, and I was like a big collector, so I collected just about anything that came out Kevin Smith related. You know, I got uh, catch and release on DVD. I got uh, Jay and Silent Bob do Degrassi. Wow, mm-hmm. you really are you really are going deep on this yeah. one. Wow. <laughs> whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa, and whoa. then I think. <laughs> And then I think maybe about five years ago, give or take, I just like, I, I think I just got burnt out on him because, you know, listening to all those podcasts, he does, his humor tends to repeat himself a bit. So you're not wrong. You're not yeah. wrong. Yeah. You know so what I still helped? enjoy him, but I, I had to take a break from him and I, and I'm still kind of in that break period where, you know, I, I did watch this one a few months ago. I watched Yoga Hosers, but I haven't really you know, super kept up with him in the past few years now. You know, it kind of helped recently with actually, ironically, with the pandemic, because um, most of his podcasts, they couldn't do the live road stuff because they couldn't mm-hmm. go out. So, like, he opened up the Kevin Smith Club, and a lot of the shows in there were more old school. Like, they brought back Plus One, and they brought back something like that, and it's actually been really cool 
this is the old school format while they're going back on the road now. But like, it was actually really cool during the pandemic to hear all the old school format stuff, like the old days. So it wasn't as ridiculous as the old days was. <laughs> so it was nice. Well, in this movie, you said you, you saw it a few months ago. So I'm guessing, unlike us, you did not like see it when it first came out. No, I did not. That's fair. That is absolutely fair. I know we were turning in theaters. So this is why <laughs> we always ask because we never know. That's fair, though. Well, let's get into our minutes here. And um, we, we start up in Rocket Movies and we start up here and we end the scene that we ended last episode with um, Kevin's wife making a very bad vegan joke, which has had to be said. <laughs> Fine, whatever, we'll go with it. But then we exit movies. And um, before we even get to the actual scene, there's the guy standing on the wall, and that's as literally on IMDb as man with coffee outside. Pass <laughs> me up, I'd actually on IMDb that way. <laughs> this is um, what the one and only Dave Mendel, and people know Dave Mendel as one of the creators of course, the animated series. So that's cool. But also, he's also executive producer of Deep Kerberos Enthusiasm and Seifeld, and also director on Seifeld and Curb. So, yeah, and for people that watch Clerks the animated series, he was in one of the bumpers. He's the guy that says, Thanks for watching. Yes. Ah, that true. lucky son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, for those who want to hear our thoughts on that, go back to our Clerks Minute Beyond it miniseries that we did, and we went through all of the Clerks animated series. Oh, and I so, found out that the name of the, the name of his company, company there is a joke. joke. A joke. Uh, Joe Bolt's International, International Pictures Corporation, Corporation and denied the Godfather. Godfather. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes yeah, sense. That's, too. The, that's the guy who winds up waking up with the head of his prized horse, horse in bed. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, so we continue going and we find out that Merkin is gone. Because as we saw in the last five minutes, he was arrested for smoking the weed that he they gave him. Um, <laughs> and so thus then the car is gone. And now here's my thing here. They went through all the process and they went through all this thing to get the food. All the food and everything else. And then they just dropped the food and then actually never went back to get it. Like, that bothers me. Like you went through all this process. <laughs> what the hell? Like why? Just like, it's kind of like it works too. The guy goes all he wanted was his food and he just leave it there. There, yeah, but here they just throw it on the ground. Come on. Very true. <laughs> um, so I I'm not an Uber person or anything like that. Uh, Nate, do you have any experience with Uber drivers or anything like or bring reviews like this whatsoever? I'm not. I'm not in my world. Not a whole lot. I, I did take a uh, a work trip a, a couple years ago to San Jose, and uh, they I had to share a car with my roommate, which was you know, somebody else from work. And then he ended up having a, having the car 99% of the time. So during that trip, I would have to uh, Uber to the actual job location each day and back. So that was like two weeks of quite a few Uber trips. But aside from that, that's it's pretty much the beginning and ending of my experience. And, and I didn't have any anything super interesting they, they, they were all pretty basic that's fair that's fair yeah outside of like being in new york and having to jump jump in a cab that's just it's not something that i do you know i mean there's no point especially here i have a car so there's no point in taking an uber or anything like that and but i do love the fact that jay is so angry that merkins is not here and he doesn't realize they was arrested 
and he's that, and he's doubly pissed that the took one of the uh the strand of gold. Yeah. And then they do this whole ridiculous over the top review, which I have to admit it's hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a little hysterical? And on par with the YouTube comment. Yeah, it's true. It's very, it's very one of those comments you don't want to read the comment section. Yeah, that's really what this is. Like, it's like I feel like Kevin took this from personal notes. It's also a callback to Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back whenever they're because they, you know, it's almost word for word that you are the one who is the hater. Todd is the, you know, you are the one who are the ball lickers. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, good call. I didn't even think of that. That's a very good point. You just gotta love it when Jay point. tries to be profound. <laughs> oh yeah. So we have that wonderful thin moment, but then we cut, and now we have to jump over to um to Justice's house. And we really, oh, really, I did. Really, I do have to mention you skipped over it, but I oh, love man. that uh, the Dave Mandel is like double fisting cost coffees. He's got a coffee <laughs> in point. each hand and That's he's like drinking from one and then drinking from the other hand and just <laughs> literally back and forth constantly <laughs> switching no between his two it. coffees. And there's no reason for it. Like he just no. does that because he's not there. There's no reason for it. Honestly, that line that you are the hater taught makes me think of a line from a score of my mystery science, science theater. But no, you go to be the word face. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm also pretty sure that they talked about Merkins being a pube to- toupee in, <laughs> yes. of, in one of those early. It was either like Smodcast or Tell Him Steve Dave. It, it sounds like something that, in my memory, I'm pretty sure like Walt Flanagan brought it up. But I can't that would not surprise me. That, that sounds like a Walt line. I'm not gonna lie, that really does sound like a Walt line. <laughs> <laughs> that means that by extension, they have to have Merkin blue. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. I just wanted to put, just put those, those words together. together. <laughs> <laughs> that does not surprise me whatsoever. You wanted to do that. Um, so let's jump back and let's jump over to Justice's house. And I, I, this house is hysterical to me because it's huge. Like, it's absolutely huge. And way too huge for someone who just does the weather in Chicago. I think it's supposed to resemble. Let's see, see which, which, say, which John Hughes movie? Because uh, to, to me, the first thing I saw, that, that first thing it made me think of was the McAllister's house in Home Alone. That's a good point. I, I think I know it was over the John Hughes thing, but it yeah. really is over the top. Yeah. Especially because we're not actually, I have to remind people of this because they, they do such a great job of actually disguising the fact that we're not, we're in Illinois yeah. to off the scene with license plates <laughs> and everything else. Yeah. But we're actually in New Orleans. Yeah. So, like, if they found a house that matches a big house in Chicago, it's actually pretty impressive. Like, <laughs> so her reaction is just like anyone else's reaction when you see someone you haven't seen in 20 years. Holy shit, that's about right. I have to admit, that's about a reaction I would expect just if I don't see someone coming. <laughs> and, and this is a, yet another callback line to Jay and Silent Bob strike back because I definitely remember that it's it's one of those lines that's burned into my memory because it was one of the ones on the DVD menu screen. So if you like, let the DVD sit. This this you know, ladies, ladies, ladies. Jane, Silent Bob are at the his house. Would repeat like every five minutes. I remember that actually? I do remember that. I do remember that. Remember the days when the DVD screens actually were entertaining. That was a thing. Say, my favorite was the were the ones for uh, UHF where they had Al interacting with the menu. <laughs> like say like say like say uh, little hair comes down on the main menu. You see him. 
pull, pull off and, and then, then just, just wipe, wipe off the, the spot, spot that was, that was on there. there. That's funny. I like that. Actually. And even better is yeah. if you actually pick a, yeah. pick a yeah. special yeah. feature in the menu that's on the other side of the disc. He'll probably, probably tell you first, and then and as the more, more times you hit the button, hit the option, the more, the more he gets pissed off telling you that it's on the other side. side. <laughs> now that's good detail there. Yeah. I like that. That's actually really good detail. Yeah. Don't do that kind of shit anymore. They really don't. I can't because we're digital. Everyone's digital yeah. now, so like you don't do this stuff that anymore. Hell, one of the big draws for the alpha season sets, despite the fact that the shows were the syndicated ones, they actually had Alf hosting the menus. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that means they actually mm-hmm. shot all new footage with uh with a uh, Paul Fusco and the Elf puppet. <laughs> all right, so she passes out, and Jay is <laughs> Jay is just being. I love that. That I, I, there are times where I wonder if Kevin wrote lines for Jay or Jay just quoted shit in his head. Because <laughs> <laughs> come, son of Noel, Neil before Zod. Like, come on, that sounds like something Jay would say normally. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and and again, it's uh, apparently I'm the I'm the memory callback guy. You're this one, that. this mm-hmm. one I remember because I I've been listening to you know your your friendly rival pod uh, Jay and Silent Bob minute. Someone else going, is that I've been going back um, <laughs> for uh, uh, Mall Rats, and this line was actually in Mall Rats, the you know word sense. for word, and that makes sense. Uh, and it is like a direct quote from Superman too. Yeah, yeah I, I just for people listening, I just give Jay and Saw about minutes to shit. I always do it. Just, just don't don't freak out at me. I, I actually got a lot of shit during clerks too that I was giving them too much shit. So I have to clarify. I don't have issues with them. I just like giving them shit. <laughs> Although quite honestly, come son of Jarrell, you before Zach kind of sounds like something that Jay would do before a game of Let Us Talk. That's true. That is very true. Absolutely, that sounds like something. You're absolutely yeah. right. Um, so then we have that. We have Jay getting hit in the head with a hockey stick. <laughs> you know, that, that, you know what normally happens when you go into a house in Chicago. Well, <laughs> in Chicago, after all, I mean, we're gonna think about Southside, anyways. True. I wonder what happens if you try to go into a house in Wisconsin and well, what do they hit you with? A block of cheese. That would hurt though. I mean, certain block of cheese would actually hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Not here, like... Maybe a snow shovel. Well, that actually, especially in the winter. I mean, especially in the winter. I, I, yeah. So someone's in the head. I mean, it's free out of home alone now. Not yeah. Home alone again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you see an old man walking around your block wielding a snow shovel, hide. <laughs> or make friends with him at church. Yeah. That also helps. Well, well, it's mainly if you look like Joe Pesci or Joe Pesci or Daniel Stern. There. <laughs> All right. So, real fast, we have another song playing here. This is Like a Monster by Sway, where we now start with the modern music. Uh, start with the minute we, minute our, our, our hockey stick swinging girl shows up. I guess I'm going to say it's Millie. <laughs> shows up. We start with our modern music. This is a single in 2018, the year before this movie came out. I, I, I've, I've said it on a different episode. I like the fact that. Kevin actually went to Harley and her boyfriend to get music tips for this movie to get modern music tips. So all the music you hear outside of like the one song that's actually Harley's band, everything else was suggested by Harley and Austin. So that's really cool. So so I I think that's pretty awesome that they did that. So it's not Um, an old old man pretending to be a teenager (laughs) tasting music. 
No, it is her. His, it is Harley and Austin doing the music choices for the modern music, which is cool. Um, so okay, so how I would love to know how much fun Harley had as a person that got to choke out her father on television on the movie. In the movie. Like, how awesome would that have been for her? Like, just to be honest here, like, that had to be cool. You shouldn't have grounded me, Dad. <laughs> Like no, especially knowing how close they are and how much you're like they're almost like best friends, and the fact that she got to choke him out on movie is pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> now, you're not the cool dad. Johnny Depp is the cool dad. <laughs> or is Jason or is Jay the cool dad? Really? It's in the day. <laughs> Why not all three? <laughs> <laughs> I, I love doing that. Let's let it sit there sometimes. So we so they wake up on couches, but by the way, I like the fact that she puts them comfortably on couches. Like, <laughs> that's what I have to do. Well, they may be intruders, but they'll have to lay comfortably. I mean, you know, it would be good for your back. Actually, now that I think about it, she knocks them out. Justice wakes up. Does Justice put them on the couches, or does Lily put them on the couches? That's the real question here. <laughs> well, which one of them tied them up with the extension cords? So that was it. That was Millie. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, it was clearly Millie that tied him up. But yeah, if, if Justice put them on the couches, why didn't Justice untie them? Or wake them up. Because, yeah. them up. because this was well, more I fun. I mean, they have concussions. Oh, yeah. fair. Yeah. <laughs> especially, especially Jay. He was in the face of the at the end of the day. At least Kevin was just choked out. Like, he didn't actually get a concussion from that. Like, <laughs> Um, so Jay falls off the couch. I, I do always love it, Jay, the pack fall because it's just funny and random. <laughs> um, so this is where we we actually he calls her Boo Boo Kitty Fuck for the first time officially. We heard it referenced earlier, but it's the first time he actually calls her that, so that's fun. <laughs> fun, fun callback to strike back. There you go. I can do strike back callbacks as well. Oh, honestly, that's, in all honesty, that sounds sounds like the it sounds, it sounds like the name, like the name of uh, some, some obscure, obscure Japanese, Japanese anime, anime character. Boo Kitty Fuck. <laughs> Starring in blah 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 blah, Boo Boo Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> you must go behind the curtain at your local video store. To get it. <laughs> there's a reference. There's a reference. Younger people have no idea what the hell that meant. <laughs> hey, just because it looks like a cartoon doesn't mean it's for kids. Say about multi anime though. You're just saying about multi anime. <laughs> <laughs> I only say that because my son's in the anime right now, so I can make a joke like that. <laughs> um, so I like the fact that she puts him in the friend zone like immediately, and he's still making bad, bad jokes about like Paul of Justice and making trusting things. This is so uncomfortable and stupid. <laughs> Although honestly, I I feel like that line, you know, whenever she she calls him old friend, and he's like old friend. It's more like super friend, and I want to get in the <laughs> hall of justice. Like, that, what that, the that feels like that feels like too clever for Jay. Like, That's that, definitely a Kevin line. Well, he wants. To, <laughs> well, he wants to be meanwhile in the hall of justice. That was the insinuation there. Yeah. That's what he said. <laughs> I do love the fact that he says the line. It's too witty for him. But Silent Bob rolls his eye. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny to me. Like it's, it's so meta because you know Kevin wrote that line, 
<laughs> the fact that he got to roll his eyes at a bad joke makes it even funnier. <laughs> yeah, the fact that so, the fact that the guy who only speaks in emojis is rolling his eyes. What does that? He only speaks in emojis. He can't do anything else. He has to. All of it's going to be a facial reaction. <laughs> um, it takes him like twenty key presses to get to one emoji. <laughs> I love that joke. I really love yeah. that joke. I always wonder if it's just the twenty key presses just to enlarge the emoji enough. <laughs> That's a good point. I don't know. I don't know how many emojis that get that big to make it work. <laughs> um, so I, I do, do you think? Funny. Do you think yeah. he's texting Jay those emojis? Like he's texting it to Jay's phone, but then he's just showing it to him. <laughs> it, it is definitely a texting program because it says delivered on the on the bottom. And knowing Jay, he's got his phone phone in a strange place and it's on vibrate. <laughs> Well, the funny part, I actually don't even believe Jay had the phone. Because, like, why would he need the phone if Silent Bob had the phone? And so, if it's not Jay, then, then who is Silent Bob texting? <laughs> Maybe he's texting himself. <laughs> Boy, that's meta. It's all meta. It's all really meta. I mean, I mean, it's meta. Wow, that's meta in a meta film. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's double meta. As we said, as we said with um, Eric White, it's the best Kevin Smith fan film of all time. <laughs> so I, I do find it funny that, Kev, that Simon Bob is trying to chew his way out of his ropes. <laughs> so stupid, so dumb. But it took Jake two seconds to untie him. Two seconds. What? What? Oh God! There's something dirty there, but. I think, I think it's because more often than that, Jay is the bound one, one. bound one in the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> that explains why he's never the dominant one when it came to them to, to, to um to let us fuck. That explains a lot. That explains everything. I was say he's he's the passive one in their Hulu and Hump sessions. Perfect. There it is. There it is. Perfect. <laughs> um. So we find out that she's married. And their reaction, the two of them facial expressions during this conversation are amazing yeah. because they sell a lot in just one facial expression. It's like Jay hung out with Silent Bob so much that he understands how to do facial expressions now. <laughs> um, and I do like the fact that he says the first thing that comes to his mind, no matter what he says, and then, and then Bob hits him. <laughs> Bob is his filter. <laughs> a little too late. Yeah. Like it's literally too late to be a filter. Well, well, he can't read his mind, but he's that you know, you know the after the you know the after the after filter. Basically, the guy basically goes and says, "Why did you do that? What did you do?" Or, or I'm gonna make a Scrubs reference. Yeah. Or the guy that that that's in, um that that shows up in JD's fantasies, mistake. <laughs> for some reason, there's an opera singer. We there's no explanation there whatsoever. Or you could go to or go to Harry Potter with Hagrid. You shouldn't have said that. I have said that. Honestly, if I I could, I'd pay Samuel Jackson to be the guy who stands around and tells me it was a mistake. Okay, I'll give you that one. Or uh, I'll have Morgan Freeman. Like in uh, what movie with a click? Like in click. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the audio commentary. (laughs) If I wanted to have my life narrated, I'd say go with either Samuel Jackson, Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman, or. I think Morgan Freeman is perfect. Or James Earl Jones. But Morgan Freeman is just perfect. Oh, we know. What do we know? When Clint was Daniel Jones that narrated. My my narrator would would most likely be Ron Howard. (laughs) Better than Ken Ken Burns. Burns. 
<laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> um, so we we have to call back to everything that happened in past movies. And uh, Justin went to jail. And Jay's reasoning for not visiting her in jail was the fact that they wouldn't let them fuck. That is such a Jay response as I've ever heard one. What? <laughs> and of course, Come Justice's on. response is basically fair enough. <laughs> I know. I know. Like he got out of trouble by just being honest. Like, no, no, and because she knows it's him, yeah. that that makes sense. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> so, and I, I love how Bob's like, yeah, see, he's an idiot, but like, at least he's an honest idiot. <laughs> he's an honest one. He's not a malicious idiot. Yes, very, very yeah. true. So. We, I like the fact that we find out that she has a baby, and this is another one where Bob has to hit him for being, <laughs> being this rude. First, it was "Ooh, you're a fucking married." Ooh, you're a fucking mom. That was, like, come on. Oh <laughs> yeah, and so this is the reveal. We find out that he had his kid, which is a. But all that, I love the fact that he plays it off like a Southern Bob's kid, which is hysterical. <laughs> it was just very, very funny. Boy, that would have been a twist. <laughs> okay, so here's the funny part about that. I didn't even catch this, but everybody knows originally. It's very funny that Bob questions it. But instead of it, like, them denying that they had sex, it's just a sigh of relief that it's not his kid. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, it's there. there's also that meta element because it is Silent Bob's kid. Exactly, but it's just so funny that that's the that's the thing. It's not the fact that they they not denying that they didn't fuck. They're just denying that it's not his kid. <laughs> it's gonna say, it looks like justice had the best of both worlds. I, well, they are as we as we always the two of them are always together, so it wouldn't shock me yeah. whatsoever. <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, and this is where we have another emoji joke, which is hysterical. Like, uh, uh, my point is that Justin has no idea what he's doing, <laughs> and the being the mind blower emoji, which is <laughs> absolutely hysterical. After all that, uh, <laughs> I, I personally love. I have a girl daughter. Yeah. What? <laughs> See that? That what? is a J line. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Like what? What kind of daughter is it? Otherwise, like even if it's even if it's a boy, it's not a daughter. <laughs> it's a non-binary daughter. But still, like yeah. it's a weird sentence. This is strange wording. Um. So then we come back to the fact that he said we can get a family, and she completely squashes that completely, which is fair. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. He's right. Yeah. I mean, he's absolutely yeah. right. I mean, I don't see Jay, Jay, Jay as the white picket fence kind of guy. Well, what's funny is this is very back to being meta. Back when Jay and Jordan, his wife, um, they got she got pregnant, and that was a burning joke on Jay and saw Bob get old when she got pregnant. It was like, are you gonna be a father? And like that became a joke on the show because like it's you. You. <laughs> <laughs> At the same time, it's still you. <laughs> you're gonna have a you're legitimately gonna have a daughter. Like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> I have a feeling that was a good motivator for him to basically stay on the clean and sober. Well, according to Kevin, he is the best father. He's a better father than he is. That's what Kevin says. Jay's a better father than Kevin is. 
Wow, I, so, I wouldn't have been. He didn't name that. his daughter after Wolverine. <laughs> sure, I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> um, by the way, as of this episode, I believe they just had is it 18 years sober for Jay. Hmm. As of right now, I think I just read that in an article recently. Oh, so that's pretty cool. I mean, they haven't done it. They haven't had a little while because of the pandemic. So I'm waiting to, for the official update of that number. But like 18 years is still insane. <laughs> like that's absolutely nuts when you think about that number. So. Yeah. Um, so we keep going here, and she even made a point that you were always happy with Silent Bob and a good bag of weed. Is that right? Is that, is that wrong? I mean, is that wrong? Um, so then he has to explain to her why they're in Chicago, and he has to straight face explain the exact same pod that Rich, she knows that she knows on the first time they were together <laughs> again. <laughs> It's like Die Hard 2. How can the same shit happen to the same guy twice? <laughs> um, well, I, I do find it funny that Kevin admit, admits that he intentionally put the beats in because that's the whole point of Reboot is that fact that he made the exact same movie twice except with his daughter. Like, literally what he about the movie. <laughs> and he got away with it. Because he, I would say because he almost died. So he got away with making a movie that's exactly the same with the first movie. <laughs> and some would say it was better the second time around. I agree, actually. The second time around. <laughs> oh, damn it. Now I'm just thinking they should have had a Patrick Duffy cameo. Uh, that, not only, that, that's a double, it's a double reference. I don't remember except by Steph. I'm also referencing TMNT Minute because they made that joke every episode of TMNT 2 Minute. <laughs> oh, and speaking of which, off topic. Um, I was at uh, Walmart with my dad. Dad, they had the big ass Funko Pops there, and one of them was Mikey with the pre-fight donuts from the second movie. Are you kidding me? That's a Funko. Yeah, yeah. The ancient, the ancient ritual of the pre-fight donuts. That's hysterical. That's funny. I did not know that was a Funko. That's funny. I have no room to buy it. That's really funny. Maybe they make one smaller. Well, I when I was um speaking of Funkos, I was at um I was actually recently at a Target. And I saw a Grogu a Mandalorian um, on the rock sitting there and doing the force. And I had to tell myself, I cannot buy this. I have no room for this. I have no room to buy this. I want this, but I have no room to put it. I, I actually have an online friend that he converted his garage to his Funko storage, basically. And his entire garage, it's, it's practically like a Funko museum. Yeah, I, I have a weird feeling that eventually, because we're, we're downsizing our physical like DVDs and everything else, I think the DVD shelves are going to turn into Funko shelves as soon as I get rid of the DVDs yeah. in our room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I got a few uh, new uh, ones, ones at a uh, at a uh, Pink Pony. Okay. Uh, I can't remember the last. I can't remember the last one, but the three that I got were when I actually didn't know the big ones of uh, three for B. They had yeah, uh, Mike, Mike Donovan, Donovan Diana, Diana, and one of the visitors with the space exposed showing the lizard underneath. Okay. Well, that, 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 that's, Kyle, that's Kyle's Funko Minute. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if Funko wants to sponsor this, that would be fantastic. <laughs> we wouldn't be adverse to it. I mean, we'd sell out. And, and we spend a lot of money on you anyway, so yeah. why not? Because <laughs> we have no shame. Bring it back to this movie. I do have multiple Kevin Smith Funkos in, in my, in, on my desk. So yeah. <laughs> Multiple ones. Two of them are actually a gift from uh, my best friend. You got the, the actual um, Man and Chronic one from this movie. And he bought him and headed to me as a surprise. So that was, that was cool. And 
the one of the greatest details ever was I uh, got him the two Art Asylum figures, figures of Jay and Silent Bob. On the packaging, originally, for Jay, they had the little press button and he talks for Silent Bob. It's press your button to his heart's content. He doesn't speak at all. <laughs> funny joke. So, yeah, we, um, seen that one. that's very funny. So, this, this bring us back. We're almost done with the minutes. They uh, walk up there and he actually, he actually tells them, I don't want her knowing who you are, which is kind of an insult. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, it's also one of the things that I don't know. It's, it's, I don't like it as much in this movie. It, it's one of those big, you know, I'm keeping this huge secret for my child and I need you to play along and keep this secret too, at least until the climax of the movie. Yeah. And I, 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 and I will talk about this later in the movie, obviously, when it all comes down, but I would love to know her reaction to him telling her. Like, I'd love to know what that reaction We don't know it, obviously. We're not going to see it in the movie. But I'd love and this to know is a giant reaction. life-changing secret as well. It'd be yeah, one- like it's a massive one. Like, <laughs> It, it'd be one of those where we, you know, we cut to exterior of the house and we hear her screaming. Yeah, that's, it's, 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 if it wasn't for the fact they really, really wanted to have the end of this movie the way it is, yeah. they would probably have done that. So, but I mean, why would you want to, you know, not tell them that Jay's a father? I mean, it's not like, you know, finding out that, you know, like she's finding out that her father's like John Wayne Gacy or something. Fair. Very, very fair. So, well, that is our art minute. And um, Nate, do you have anything else in your notes you want to throw out there? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, I, I, there were a couple of background details that, that I noticed. Um, of course. Mm. That I, I don't know. Have you talked about the, the pins on Jay's hat yet? No, no, we have not. So go right ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, I noticed that he's got two pins on his hat. And I, the pin on the front, it, it took me a minute because it, it's like a, it's a cartoon bear. And for a second, I thought it was like, is that a wee bear bears? But then I, I remembered, and I realized, no, that is from the clerk's animated series. That is who is driving bear is driving. How can that be? <laughs> and it's the bear with the steering wheel in front of it. That and would then, be something he'd have on his hat. <laughs> yeah. That is a fantastic button. And then on the side of his hat is a buddy Christ. And then sense. also I noticed that the at the top of the stairs there is a uh, framed picture and I can't tell for sure because you don't get a super clear look at it but it looks like but it's like a pe- pencil sketch and I'm pretty sure it's like Dark Phoenix because it, it's definitely <laughs> like a woman's figure and there's like a, a big, I see, yeah I see, I see it now but yeah I, I can see that I can totally see it being like a Dark Phoenix thing because well, I normally say you know don't mention a good movie in the middle of your crappy movie. This is kind of the opposite. Don't mention a crappy movie in the middle of your good movie. <laughs> Fair enough, though. No, I didn't. That's a good. That's a good spot, actually. Because I, I guarantee you, almost. I almost want to say probably he asked like Walt to draw him stuff to put on the wall. Like I can totally see that being a thing. Like Walt, you're bored. Do you want to draw some stuff for me? It'd be great. Like, I'll put it in the background, and if anyone asks, I'll say it was you. <laughs> I can totally see that being a thing. So, well, that is great. Um, any other thoughts on this movie? Since it's, you only seen it now a couple times, like you're new to this movie, what do you think of this movie? I mean, the, this is a movie that have I I wasn't super on board with it. It I did enjoy watching it. It made me laugh, but at the same time it kind of felt like he was trying too hard to capture the magic. It's like, you know, it's like every five minutes, there's a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Remember this, remember this. 
but uh, which is fine to a point i mean it's yeah. funny it's good for us i mean it's good for us because we could spend like 25 minutes breaking down like a freaking reference that we were going back to like five movies too <laughs> but i thought that some of it was just like a little bit too much you know i i didn't mind the you know you were the one who has the hater tots or you know bow come come son of jor-el kneel before zod because those are like definitely quotes that it makes sense that he's saying it and yeah. if you didn't realize that those are the exact quotes from the earlier movies you would just skip right over it but then like some of the other ones like you know whenever they go through the plot of the movie and then um you know justice is like sounds familiar and there's that beat and it's like it's that beat that's really like you know the the wink wink nudge nudge that I, I felt just was a little bit too much for me. And I, I think that he just lets those moments breathe a little too long, too many times. But I, I, did, I did enjoy most of them. I, I just think he went a little bit too over the hot, the, the top. And, and I did like a lot of the like, um, you know, podcast references, which, you know, a lot of that's just Kevin, like, um, one other note that I realized that I, I didn't mention is uh, whenever Justice says that Jay has a nickel heart, but a or a nickel head, but a million dollar heart. That's something that Kevin Smith has said about Jay Muse like dozens of times. A lot. That is a lie. That's a good point. I didn't think of that. He said it. Yeah, he says it on a lot. That's a great line. Mm-hmm. It's a good line. Reminds me of a uh, Clark Griswold describing Kevin Eddie. His heart is bigger than his brain. <laughs> I think it's a comparison. It's a very good comparison, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fair one. <laughs> Appreciate it, Clark. Well, that being said, let's wrap up this episode. Um, we'll get into plugs. First of all, next episode, um, we will have movie Rob Arnold on the show. Um, it'll be a lot of fun to continue on. We finally meet um Millie and Justice's wife. We get into a whole bunch of stuff in our next episode. So don't join us our next episode. Hey, why don't you get your plugs in? Go. Sure. The, I think the best place you can find me is on Twitter, where I'm at Bubba Wheat. That's my you know, online name, my pen name. Um, that's usually what I go by in, on all my podcasts and, and my written work. Uh, my main and longest running site is flightstightsandmovienights.com. There I have written reviews of over 500 superhero and comic book movies. So I've I've pretty much hit every major one that you've ever heard of and dozens of obscure ones that you have never heard of before. Wow, that's impressive. My question and, is, did you do steel? Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah, so, oh, oh, good. My nephew and I love that, that one. one. <laughs> yeah, the you know, the the dramatic moment where uh, Shaquille O'Neal has to make a three-point <laughs> shot in order to to save them with the grenade. I, 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 still, I still think, think it's, it's a better, better movie than Batman versus Superman. And that will be an argument we don't get into right now because we're wrapping up the show. You can hear um, me over every single Friday at the Blake South Show with Mark every Friday. Go subscribe to that. If you like our weird sense of humor over here, we do a lot of that over there except we're talking about like entertainment and sports and wrestling and all the fun stuff we do every single week. Not gonna lie, I never know what we're talking about until maybe about an hour and a half before we go on the air sometimes. So yeah, that's the fun part about that show. So that's always fun. So go listen to that right now. Nate, thank you so much for coming on. This was really, really fun. Yeah, it was good to revisit uh, um, you know the the view askew and the view askew universe once again. Fair enough. 
Thank you so much. And um, everyone listening again, we'll see you in a couple of days with movie Rob Arnold. Until then, I'm Blake. I'm Kyle. And you've been listening to the Clerks Minute Reboot. Have a good day, everybody. I have a girl daughter? Noinch, noinch, noinch. Smoking weed, smoking weeds. Doing coke, drinking beers. Drinking beers, beers, beers. Rolling baddies, smoking blunts. Who smokes the blunts? Who smoke the blunts? Rolling blunts and smoking